to that dear voice. Welcome to the 573 Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Evers, and on today's episode, we are doing another segment of the Barstool Buck Strategies. Myself, Austin Carter, Nick Scott, and Casey Kimry are talking about how our season's going, season updates, season strategies, and kind of reviewing some of the bucks we've been going after. We also get into some fun topics. We're talking about cellular trail cam use and if there's a place for it in hunting, and also the recent demonetization of YouTube for hunters. I think there's a lot of relatable information in this episode. Good deer hunting camp vibes, all around great conversation. With that being said, guys, I hope you guys are enjoying these episodes. If you are, please leave us a five-star rating. And if you want to give us some feedback, go ahead and leave us a review, too. We really appreciate that. It goes a long ways. I hope you guys are enjoying your season. We're starting to get into the good stuff here in Missouri. And I know a lot of other states have opened up this last week. So pretty exciting times for us hunters. And uh, the fall is here. So with all that, uh, we'll go ahead and get into the episode. I appreciate you guys listening. We ready to rock and roll? Yeah. All Let's right, guys. So uh, I think where we last led off was our plans for opening day. Anybody was work out? <laughs> yeah, we're all sitting here staring at Booners, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think so. Yeah, I bought the whiskey and everything. Casey was supposed to shoot a, shoot a 170 opening day, and I was waiting for that call, and never came in. Yeah, I hear you. I was, I was hoping to send that call out. Didn't work out like that, boys. I guess we got rowdy enough that uh, I didn't even wake up the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> Barstool Bucks got him. <laughs> Barstool Bucks got him. Yep. Nick, I think we should start with you because I feel like you had the, the most, I don't know, between you and Casey, yours was the most interesting because it had velvet. So uh, I'd like to hear about kind of what's transpired since then and uh, where you're at right now. Um, we kind of talked about how I had that buck down uh, for like on a three-day pattern and opening day would have been that third day. Wasn't able to hunt that day. Knew it going in, and at my cell came. Uh, was it Sunday? What day was that? It was yeah, well, two Sundays ago, right? The first was it a was it a, first, yeah? It was a I Sunday. think it was a Sunday. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I got out there and uh, just just kind of hoping good wind. Only only been out. Uh, actually, been hunting twice. Went with a buddy one other time, and that was a pretty good hunt. Well, I guess I'll start with that one. Uh, buddy wanted to go. He said he had some pictures of a pretty nice buck, and he showed it to me. He's like, he's like, if you want to go hunting, let's let's go hunting. He's like, only buck I got really worth chasing this year, and he's in daylight some. So he's like, let's go. He's like, I'd rather you kill him than somebody else I don't know. So we went out there and got in the stand, and I had deer from literally the moment I got in the stand. I had does kind of milling up and down the creek, and oh, about hour and a half before dark, his dad pulls in the field and parks like 30 yards from me didn't know I was he knew we were hunting there but he didn't know I was there and he typically doesn't come into the field or anything if he sees us there and he gets back out gets out of his truck then gets back in his truck and then drives even further back there I'm like man okay whatever (laughs) all the deer ran off when he came in and he turned around left 20 minutes later deer start filtering back through again like they're used to him yeah coming in so well his his son who I was hunting with, he was across the field and didn't have service or anything there. So he's like, something's wrong. Like, dad doesn't just do that. So he gets out of a stand and gets some service and figures out what's going on. And 
their cows were out. So I saw him coming across the field and he walked up to me. He's like, Hey, we got to go. Cows are out. And I start grabbing my bow and getting everything ready. And 20 yards from me walking down a Creek is a bobcat. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I look up at him. I'm like, Hey, there's a bobcat right here. And it looks up at me and takes off running. <laughs> so right. I, was, I was home an hour before an hour before dark that night. And I still saw 10 deer and a bobcat. So that was a good night. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Real good night. So then that, that Sunday I went out, had some good wind to go try to hunt that buck. And uh, I did see several deer. I saw five different bucks, a couple of which I had pictures of. They're smaller. They were actively, the two bigger ones were actively on a scrape, licking the branch, pawing at the ground. And they actually kind of just tickled the horns, just friendly kind of. Tickled their horns together, and then uh, one of them walked off. The other one walked back to the scrape and hung out there for probably, oh, 30 minutes or so. And they were out moving early. What was that? I think we were texting back and forth, like 5, 5.30 or something like that. And, I mean, it was a good good hunt. Big boy never showed up. Uh, it's the only time I've actually been in there to hunt that. That was that second day of that cold front. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did have a cold front come through since the last time we talked. Yeah. I felt like that picked up the pace a little bit, at least for some of my properties, because, you know, originally I hadn't had any anything to go after, really. Um, been filming for Matt, mostly. And that cold front hit, and I've got a couple cameras out, and they were sending them to my phone, and sure enough, some... Decent bucks, bucks that I'm not going to be after this year, but finally starting to see some nicer, older deer coming onto the property, and that's awesome. Yeah, it's that's awesome. That cold front, actually, I got a new buck on camera. Did you at that same spot? He's, I'm pretty sure I had a picture of him last year, and he put on a lot of inches from last year. If it's the same buck, he's probably not a shooter or something I'm going to be after. Looks like a younger deer, Um, but had my camera there all summer and hadn't had a picture of him and we get a first little cold front and there he is so right so right now number one hit lister is still the velvet nine point still the velvet nine point he's hard horn now but uh, <laughs> i've only been out to call him that yeah yeah uh i'd like to like to get a chance at that deer uh don't know when i'm going to be back out there to hunt uh try not to get too into it early um, kind of just ease yourself in but whenever we whenever we get those cold fronts or something mm-hmm. and and the wind's right i'm on i'm not that's a small spot i'm not hunting not hunting it unless it's just perfect conditions and yeah there's a lot of corn right there and it's getting close to coming out so maybe our next cold front that corn will be out and he'll be in that draw full time right right and i'll get him slipping out of that that draw next cold front that's that's my hopes and plans anyways I'm noticing a lot of crops are being taken out around where our neck of the woods is. And yep. I feel like we're going to be seeing a lot of different deer here pretty soon based off of that and just that fall shift. Yeah, they shelled corn on one of my places the other day. So, yeah, and when I drove by there tonight, I was like, I'm going to take the service road, see what's happening. <laughs> and uh, there's probably there's probably 12 deer out there. So it's a little light to see what they were. but. Right. I seen your blind the other day when I went down the highway. Oh, like, can oh, you see it? Sticks out. Does it really? <laughs> yeah. Didn't look like it was going to be like that, but I think. Well, is that the, the corn the, used to be in front of it, right? Right, and in the summer too, around the edge of that corn, 
was about um, four, four and a half foot tall grass. Gotcha. About like that. Well, I have a camera down from that blind, and when the combine come through there, knocked the grass. He off. had two of his, you know, like corn pickers when he come around the corner and run up that edge, and it cut all that grass. <laughs> I'm like, well, and I, I'm glad you see the blind though, because I was thinking, man, I hope he didn't grab the blind because he was over yeah. pretty far. No, know? the blind's still there. Oh, good, yeah. good, cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll get in one day. It's a good spot. Yeah, good spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, when I was. When all those deer, like I was, the beans were like, when I hung the stand and stuff, I was like, oh man, these beans are late. They're green. Hadn't been in there for a couple of weeks, went in there and they are yellow. Yeah. But yeah. there was one terrace outlet that had some foxtail and the beans were super green there. Right before dark, all the does and all the bucks went straight to that spot, that oh, green really? spot, right out in the middle of the field. Yeah. Yeah. That's it cool. makes a lot of sense knowing that they're, you know. That's the last little bit of green they got. I mean, it seems like everything out here around our neck of the woods is just a, a desert, basically. I mean, it's been a drought. <laughs> it's been dry, yeah. yeah. Down at the Upper Hill Farm, you, I think you've been down there where Jay and Luke hunt. Yeah. They planted, I don't know, they like decided to plant beans like last like August. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a it's like a 200-acre just perfect food plot now. The beans are just starting to get going. Oh, man. He sent me a, well, I'd probably send it to you, too. I think it was Saturday morning. There was like eight or nine deer out in there just mowing them down. I'm like, that looks awesome. Well, I didn't see that. That they is don't cool. Put, they don't put any effort into food plots. I'm like, the farmers <laughs> did you all a huge favor. Did you a solid? Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Yeah, because I don't think they'll make, I don't know, they might make this year, but it's going to be a long time before they turn. The frost will probably turn them. Well, my beans on the lease where the corn just got picked, um, those green, those beans are still green right now. They are turning, and it seems to be happening fast. You know, I get oh, yeah. a cell picture of that field. It's like, oh, it's yellow a little further out now, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, they go quick. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do. So, Casey, you had a, a pretty exciting game plan going into opening day as well. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to know a little bit more about that, how that turned out, Well, how your season's been going. Yeah, it was, uh, like I said, on the last uh, episode, I took off work that day. I did wake up early, got out there, and by the time I got out there that day, there was no deer in the field. So my whole thought on putting that buck to uh, to bed was uh, just didn't work out. But I still, you know, I had good ideas of where he was bedding, a couple different spots, and uh, I went off the wind and uh, went down and got set up that evening. I was in the stand at about uh like 4 30 and i didn't even have my bow pulled up yet and deer were moving and that was a that was a really good sit i actually ended up seeing like 26 or 27 deer um only like three bucks but lots of does and um they were all small bucks and i never seen the actual buck that i was after so that night ended i almost i almost shot a doe that night but uh as we were talking about off air, uh, I was trying to film and um, could not. Once I got drawn back on the doe, she was not in frame no more. And I was trying to move the camera with my arm. And by the time I got it moved, she walked to where I couldn't shoot anymore. So night night ended, no deer killed. Um, I've been out four times so far. Um, one other evening I got to go and I did not have a good win for really for anything that I was after. So I went and actually sat on the uh, 
on the junkyard, the five acres that I talked about um, a little bit, just to not to shoot anything, maybe a doe if I seen one, but more to just try and uh, see if I can put eyes on one of these young up-and-comers that I've got. Didn't see no deer that night. And then um, I sat the same Sunday that Nikki sat. I made it out there, got set up pretty late. Because you moved your stand. Down. Yeah. You didn't say that, but yeah, yeah. I just now remember that because yeah. we were texting. I was trying to find a tree to get into, and I was kind of struggling a little bit. And uh, by the time I got up, you were like, I just got done. I, I may have spooked a doe or something. And I was like, I just got up to it. I'm late, you know. So I ended up seeing a couple deer that night, a um, couple does. Once again, camera probably saved that one. I was fiddling, trying to get around. But it's tougher than it looks. <laughs> yeah. It is tougher than it looks, especially doing it by yourself. I mean, if I had somebody there holding the camera, I, mean, I could have shot. Yeah, could have shot either of them pretty easily. And then uh, my fourth hunt of the season, I was like, well, I got this this wind, and um, the last time we had that wind over the summer was when I watched that buck step up out of that bed. And I said, all right, well, and I don't usually get too aggressive. I'm usually like Nikki. I take it pretty easy and everything, but I don't think this buck's going to stick around, um, which is fine. I think I've got some deer that I think are even bigger than him. They usually move in in, in October. And um, one of them I have had one set of pictures of um, over the summer. The other one I haven't. I hope he's still around. But um, So my thought was, well, you know, I think it's not going to be too long, and he's going to move. And he may not this year. You never know. But I was like, I got a perfect wind. It was really windy. I can't remember what day that was. Mm. It's eluding me right now. But anyways, like I said, there's strong wind, 10, 15 miles an hour. And... Um, so I'm like, all right, I'm going down there. I'm just going to ease up to where I think he's bedded in this point. Tall grass all around me. I'm just going to do my thing off the ground. And um, I got up into there and found one huge bed in this point. It's the only bed in the point. And uh, found two small rubs in there, nothing nothing giant or anything. But I'm 100% sure that's where he was bedded. That night I seen him walk out of there, so, and it's just, I don't know, four foot tall grass probably, and then if he was in there, like I said, I walked by him that day that uh, I watched him walk out um, when I was scouting still in the summer, and now that I see where his bed's at, he he would have never seen me, and I'd have never seen him from where he was at, so learn something yeah for next time exactly you know it was it was kind of refreshing to get in there and be like well right here's his bed you know like this is it you know and if if not you know and he wasn't in there but he may be one of these times <laughs> you know so that's my thought um now it's kind of i just kind of scouted and hunted from the ground that night ended up getting on some more does and i was going to try and take one of those but just didn't work out but uh yeah i've been into some deer just uh not the right one um we were talking about the cold front. Um, that night I went through his bed and hunted, went up through an area where the field I hunted him on opening night, all the beans were brown. Went up to another area where there's still green beans. That's where I scouted up through. And uh, where I seen those does at, where I was kind of hoping I might find him, he wasn't there that night. I got out of there that night. The next morning, cell cam went off in that area. 
and uh, about six bucks came through, and he was the last one. He came walking through. So I'm guessing he probably did go to that field and feed, just maybe got there a little later after I was gone or something. So, Well, a couple of great points that you bring up was the fact that uh, we're all getting in late in the early season. <laughs> yeah, uh, Man, I feel like my first couple sits I was battling, trying to pick a tree, getting in the tree. Oh, it was just a mess. But I think now that uh, – Got a couple hanging hunts under my belt. Yeah. We're going to be smooth sailing from here. And then another thing was the fact that, you know, you're, you're doing a little bit more observation uh, sits, yeah. which is another thing that I've been doing. I'll be honest, usually in the early season I hunt pretty aggressively. This year with the lack of bucks that I have on camera and knowing that my spots are really designed for October, mm-hmm. I've just been sitting back and making sure that the cameras aren't lying to me. And so far, they've been true. I haven't really been seeing any anything mature show up on the properties that I'm able to hunt. So I'm just hoping that, you know, this weekend will we'll change. The tide will turn because October 1 is coming up. Yeah, it, it is. is. And like you said, you know, it's so tough to get in a tree right now. We still have, in Missouri, we have full vegetation. <laughs> you know, I mean, aside from beans and the, and the crops actually turning, there ain't a whole lot of other things turning. The, the trees are starting to, but there ain't a lot of leaves falling off of them yet, you know, and it's thick out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, my observation spot is you can observe about 30, <laughs> 30 yards. yards of field. <laughs> and every time I've hunted it, man, I, I crawl out right at last light, you know, knowing deer are right next to me, and they're, they're everywhere else besides where I've been hunting. And every time I scouted that field to hang that stand, they were right underneath where that stand is, so right. I don't know, I might move it or keep hunting, and hopefully they come out in that spot one of these times. But How many times do you think you've hunted that spot? I hunted that spot twice. I hunted it two nights in a row, back-to-back, uh, back. and it was just strictly, well, I thought it was going to be opposite. I thought I could see more of the field than I can. I can't see to my uh, to the west very good. The east I can see like down the edge, um, and they're coming out down there. But they're just, they're kind of coming out in between where I wanted, where, where I'm at, and then the next spot that is that I can hang on. That it's like a, it's almost like a willow patch. There's no good trees. I might try, like Casey said, and just sit on the ground. But that spot's only going to be good for until those beans turn. A couple weeks maybe. Better be aggressive then, I guess. Yeah, I might get in. <laughs> and I haven't. I've seen one buck, but he's coming out on the other end, so I might move there. It's Shooter just, buck. Um, I, every time I've seen him, I can tell he has horns, but yeah. where I can observe him from uh, is up on a big hilltop, and it's like 400 yards away, so you can kind of see he has horns, mm-hmm. but I don't have good enough glass to really tell you too much detail about him, but you can see horns from that far away. So Promising. Yeah. I guess that was last Wednesday was when I did that on the ground hunt, and I guess it would have been Thursday morning was when I had those pictures of those bucks, either Thursday or Friday there. I don't know what... Uh, you all got like uh, temp gauges at your house or anything, but that camera when that deer walked by said thirty eight degrees, and yeah. like that was like a it was pretty that chilly. was a clicker in my mind because I was like, yeah. well, you know, Casey may and I'm I'm a big morning hunter. I love mornings way more than I do evenings. I've had way more success, but that was kind of a clicker. Like I normally don't hunt mornings this early, but I think the next time I get a temperature drop down in the forties in September. I'm probably going to be somewhere in the morning because they were, this was nine o'clock in the morning when all these bucks walked by. So they still on their feet at, you know, whatever time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you were talking about having bucks sparring. 
Yeah. 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 Uh, that morning, <clears throat> two of them younger bucks in the pictures got in front of my camera and were spinning. So locked up. Nice. I don't, you know, probably weren't getting after it, but yeah, still cool. Still cool to see. Yeah, my last sit was about three days ago, and had a lot of a lot of action that night. You know, a lot of does coming out. Saw some turkeys, but at last light, had a really cool encounter with this basket rack eight. Caught him rubbing a tree. It's actually how I spotted him. I kept hearing something, and you know how this time of the year squirrels are just trying yeah. to knock mm-hmm. acorns out of the tree, and you think that's just what's going on. Well, I happened to investigate a little bit more, and sure enough, he's just hammering on this twig over there, right on the edge of the field in the woods, and really put on a show for me. And I'm like, oh baby, that's cool. it's starting. That's cool. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, it's man. Tomorrow's the last day of September. Yeah. Perfect. Flying by. And I feel like seasons are it's like oh, shit, I know. I feel like I'm behind. I'm me like, too. I need to get on the ball. I think I should <laughs> have like, two I does dead by now. I know, I me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, behind. I I had one doe. I gave her the pass. A little spot and stalk action. Mm-hmm. Had her within 15 yards. She was feeding none the wiser. And yep. I don't know. I just, I was like, you know what? It's the first time going in. I want to see if something else can happen. You know, that... On the ground thing, too, that's something I haven't done in years. When I was younger, I used to hunt from the ground. I killed deer from the ground with my bow, you know. And with whitetails, I think you are a lot better off in the air. But, like, the other night, like, I just was like, you know what? People are doing this. They get it done. I'm like, I used to do it. I never killed any big bucks, but other people do. So <laughs> that's what's kind of my mentality when I hunted from the ground the other night. I'm like... See what we can make happen. I think that would be <laughs> awesome. I've, I've I do never too. Shot one off the ground, and I just think, I mean, you're you're eye level with that mm-hmm. thing, man. You're not sure they look up at you sometimes, but yeah, you're. I think that's why it makes turkey hunting so much fun too. You know, you're you're laying in the brush with them, goblin screaming in your face. Yeah, you get a big buck to come eyeballing you and looking at you. You know, that adds a little excitement. Quick little thing on the turkeys there, man. My cameras have been blowing up with turkeys. Like Same. we had an awesome hatch this year. Right. Oh, I think nice. we may have talked about this before, maybe on the last one just yeah. a little bit. But man, they just every week I'm like, I got tons of turkeys. This is awesome, looking really good for next year. So, unfortunately, mine now. are old. <laughs> they're not. Uh, they're not. You know, this year's hatch. Oh, they're not. No, they're no. some long beards. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, it's always yeah. nice to see. But yeah, I seen. I think I seen six long beards one night hunting, and then the next night I seen like one or two different ones, but they were singles by themselves. You're breathing. <sighs> yes. <Yeah>. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> You're good. I didn't hear. I could. I could hear. Yeah, I could for a while. I'm yeah. panting. Sorry, I'm. Not, I'm getting chubby, guys. I'm getting out of breath. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm sitting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what were you saying about the turkeys? You said you had some long yes, beards coming yeah, out. Yeah. Seeing turkeys, but not Casey saying he's seeing a good hatch. I did right there at the oh, beginning, probably in like June. You know, but ever since then, it's been Tom's yeah. or Jake's. Nothing hands and, uh, and poults. Yeah, but how big are poults right now? I don't know. Well, I don't, at the this ones point, I saw I looked like, like, like about like hens. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be normal decent. Normal size of turkeys, I think, normal about right size now. By now. That's why I was asking. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think, uh, you know, I'm just seeing a lot of turkeys, but I'm guessing it's probably the same groups. And I've watched them over the summer. And they, you know, now they're... Now it just looks like a huge flock of turkeys, but I'm guessing it's the same hatch from the spring, you know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know that for sure. That's just what I'm guessing. 
I would say you're probably right. I mean, we're going into winter. They got to yeah, they got to be, be big enough size. to survive. Yeah. You know. So with it being how it's been this year, have you guys switched up your tactics at all as far as this drought? I mean, it seems like it's been super dry, and like I said, you know, not just the food plots, which I mean, in our friend group, a lot of food pot, a lot of food plot fails. I've seen, and then also just the Forbes and other, you know, grasses and stuff that deer will eat seem to be dead already. I didn't really, wouldn't say switched up my tactics this year already, but I did just, like now that I've got my stuff set up how I want it to, I've got an awesome little turnip radish radish patch back there, and then I've also got the creek uh, behind the house so I think it's kind of with the w- weather we've been having um, I think that's playing in my favor I had two does come in one night that I hunted and they came down ate some clover walked right underneath me and they went to the creek got a drink and then went off I'm assuming they went back into that ag field so it just kind of played out that they were you know clover has moisture in it that they're getting and then they got a drink of water so that worked out and I also had a buck he was bedded I guess I walked right by him because he was bedded. He stood up out of his bed, ate some turnips, ate some clover, and then came down. He was actually sneezing. Uh, never had a deer do that before, but he was like, you could watch him just like blow his nose and shake his head and, and like snot come out of his nose. And I thought he was blowing at me, but the wind was going the other way. I'm like, well, this is kind of weird. And then he just went right back to eating. Did it two or three times and then walked back in that tall grass and bedded down. So, so was he bedded in your screening cover? He was bedded in, I've got that, like an old field management area, kind of from south to north. It's like that old field uh, area with blue stem planted, and then my turnips, and then my clover. Uh, And then, so he came from the farthest south and walked in towards me, and then went around and came back out. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's really awesome. To see, he wasn't a monster. I think he was a Mm three-year-old. I've got him on camera, but he already broke off. He broke off his G2 already. Uh, But to see like a buck do what you put in all the work to do, I was like, this is awesome. And then I had those two does come by, you know. Yeah. I'm just like, this is, this is nice. Have you had any pictures of your big bucks back there, or have you been out to check your camera? Uh, Me and truck cameras are not getting along this year. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, somehow, an SD card can, like... Yeah, I don't know. It says error. I don't know. Steven's the tech guy. Oh, no. maybe need to like, <laughs> maybe need I reformatted. Like I reformatted all of my SD. I put them in, and then pulled them. I guess I pulled them. We got home from fishing Monday, so I went and pulled all my pulled that card, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna check them. It's been soaking for a week, and there was nothing on it." So I pulled the camera, and then when you put it in there, it says SD error. And I guess when I put it in, I did not see that. Oh, so that was like two weeks of wasting. <laughs> so, I've had some SD cards go bad in the past. Yeah. So that's on tomorrow Sucks. night's to-do list is to get that up and run and see. Do you keep your cards separate for camera per camera? Are they marked for each camera? No. Because I know, you know, if you've got one in a camera, sometimes they'll format that at camera. Um, and then if you don't have it marked, and like you said, you just gathered up a bunch of SD cards yeah. and probably in a bag. And you put a different one into that camera, it probably was from another camera that it already had formatted on. Okay. So, in this, I don't know if this is going to work or not, but the same thing we do up north, I'm gonna, I am gonna. started doing now because we have a laptop. Yeah. 
put it in the laptop, save them to a file, and then just format the card. Right. So it's like a clean slate. Right. When you format I, the card, it, it completely should yeah, reset. Before it. I had that, like a iPhone reader, and I would just go through, save them or whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't even delete them. I just, whatever. When then when I put the card in, I'd wave my hands. Kind of give me a time frame. Yeah. Of when it went back to next. <laughs> Get a little more sophisticated. Get me a laptop now. So. We'll learn you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. I need, I need more cameras, but I'm just... No. Cheat. Just hunting. <laughs> Cheat. Yeah. Hunting, Same. Hunting and having fun this year. Hopefully it works out. Yeah, no, uh, I had I had pictures of uh, 10-year-old boys come and shut my camera off. Nice. <laughs> no SD problems, but just the uh, farmer's kids nice, yeah. come in and shut the camera off. Uh, man, where we hunt out up north, it, it it's all private ground. And it's, I mean, it's a lot. It's thousand, it's like 1,080 acres or something. Oh, my goodness. It's a lot of ground. But if you go up there and you don't have a camera gone or a card gone, you got some Joe Blow off the street walking in front of your camera, and it's just like, gee whiz, it's it's a cameras up there are a nightmare, you know. And we they make expensive cameras and they make cheap ones, and we we run cheap ones for the fact that it might go missing or the card might be gone. And then when you do get one that's you know taking deer pictures, they're always not the best, of course. Uh, but it's cameras up there are it's it's a headache in itself it's oh, it's man. a bad deal so do you guys run any cell cameras over there um i bought a spy point uh would never buy another one <laughs> yeah for everybody listening do not buy those <laughs> if you got one yeah just no. do what you can brady talked it. about getting a tactic cam that's what you have right yeah, I, yeah, I, I think steven's got a tactic cam as well i sure do yeah. love yeah. it i've got a couple of them yeah, really like them i got a spy point and it's uh in a creek bed up there it was like a spot where like oh we're never going to go back in here mm-hmm. uh, but where we turkey hunted at casey in yeah. that that back on the the deep woods across the creek yep that was the coolest thing ever every day of turkey season i had turkeys walking in front of it strutting uh hen was out there dusting that thing worked great and you know me and you hunted just across the creek and i killed you killed the bird there and i killed the bird there knowing that turkeys were in that area yeah and then deer season rolls around. I'm like, oh, this is great because it's it's super. Casey knows it's yeah. It, it's like a it's mile remote. walk. It's remote, and yeah. it's a it's not an easy. No, getting not an easy hike. And it hasn't gone off, done nothing. We went and checked it, and it's just there. Did you guys put new batteries in it? Yeah, put new batteries in it. Just not working. Um, I don't know. One thing I found with spy points, if you take the SIM card out, all the batteries out, just kind of let it reset. Put SIM card back in. Put your batteries back in. They start sending pictures again. Really? Yeah. It's like you know, blowing the dust off the game console. Yeah. When you're like twelve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just works. And don't call. Don't call their customer service no. unless you want to be on hold for like an hour and a half to not get anywhere. So. Yeah. It's cool. That's a lot of fun. But no, that's what we need is like, fifty Tacticam reveals just <laughs> littered up there. But doesn't everybody? Yeah. yeah. Hard to if find. I had 50 Tacticam reveals and I didn't have a buck dead yet, I'd be severely disappointed in myself. <laughs> what do you think about that as far as, you about know, just cell cameras in general? I, I don't know if maybe ethical or just what do you think uh, for the sport of hunting? Uh, I don't know. I, I like cell cameras, I'm not going to lie. But that's because it saves me time, saves me money. I mean, for everybody that's like, 
my goodness, you know, it's probably like one of the things like your, your cell cam goes off and you got this big buck and you're going to go hunting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, chief, if I got time to go hunting, I'm already out. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. you ain't got to worry about me doing that. More than likely what happens is I get these pictures when I'm at work and I'm like, damn. <laughs> you know? so, and that's what happens. That's been my experience with cell cams. I'm like, hey, everybody, I'm working. Check, check out what's walking in front of the camera. So, yeah. But, you know, checking cameras takes a lot of time. And it puts a lot of unneeded pressure on deer, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. I like them for the simple fact that I'm learning a lot just with that cold front that came up. Right, right. The uh, the bucks came through uh, pretty pretty good that night on the second day of the cold front, which that tends to be my favorite time to go is the second day. Yeah, we talked about that first. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. I, uh, I think I had the bet because then I talked about that third day. Because I thought it was nice, but the, uh, which I had some movement that morning. That was that morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe pick the wrong day, but I didn't have no movement that evening. So I think the deer residual that I was seeing that morning was from, you know, from the movement the night before. One thing I think that played a factor into that specific cold front this year in Missouri so far was the fact that it was a full moon. Yeah. And true. it was, a, that second day, it seemed like all day movement. There was on it. I have two cell cameras. This is my first year running cell cameras. But uh, like I said, I've been learning a lot from them. And what I've learned is these so far, I mean, we'll have to see on further full moons, but that they move a lot more throughout the day at random times. Just because probably their patterns are a little bit messed up since they're spending more time at night feeding and and whatnot because the visibility. Do you guys have any other thoughts about that? Man, I like a full moon. I, I do. I uh, I see a lot of deer on a full moon. I was trying to look back through my app. It's not loading to see, but I, I had the same experience. I had a bunch of does moving. Um, I got a couple of uh, cell cams on like acorn flats, and uh, there was does moving through there like late into the morning, early in the afternoon that day and everything. So that was that was pretty cool. But yeah, on the moon, I, I like a full moon. Um, equally, I like... Uh, the new moon is that where it's completely black and there is no moon pretty much yeah Yeah. i like that too i like the extremes i think is what it is you know the in between is that's coming all right that's coming up october 6th is the new moon and i was uh listening to something by the exodus trail cam guys Mm -hmm. and they got this guy uh damien rifle he's a big believer in the new moon and he was talking about how he likes to hunt three days prior to the new moon and three days after the new moon, and he said if you can get the weather in combination with that, that the hunting is just phenomenal. Yeah. And that's, that's the same mm-hmm. kind of way that Mark Drury looks at the full moon. Yeah, you know, he, he looks at further out, but I would, you know, I bet if you asked him, he'd be like the three days before, three days after, probably his top six, you know. Isn't that weird? It is weird. It's you know, completely the, opposite. Completely opposite. Yeah. It is. And then you got some guys... Like uh, like the Red Moon guys, that that's something. I, I bought the Red Moon guy. Never done that before. Don't even know how much stock I put into it. I just wanted to do, I want to compare it against what I see this year because I don't know much about it. So I bought the Red Moon guy, and we'll see uh, how it works. Brother-in-law killed 162-inch mainframe 10. I think he's 11. Um, Sunday night, the Red Moon day. I was like, Hmm. Really? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cool. Cool. Well, so there's <laughs> one point for the red moon. Yeah. <laughs> I can and, give you about four more because I I, I look at the red moon. You and do. You I've do. shot 
pretty much every buck I've ever shot on the Red Moon. Really? Yep. Really? And uh, mm-hmm. a lot of my good... Now, this goes hand-in-hand hand with what that Damien Rifle guy said uh-huh. with the New Moon, is that if you can get a Red Moon and a good weather yeah. front coming in, you're going to be even more successful because what I've noticed is that my trail cam pictures light up with my most mature bucks on these Red Moon days. It's crazy. And I'm... I'm straight up with you guys. I, you know, the last two or three seasons, the bucks that I've killed have all been on the red moon. You know what's really interesting is you're talking about like if you get like a weather, you know, like a like a. I'm I'm assuming you're talking about like either a change in the temperature or something like a probably a drop. Oh yeah. What a lot of deer hunters look for. Um, today, this is the second time I've heard this, and it's from the same guy, and he's a deer biologist, I believe, in Louisiana or Mississippi, one of the two. Um, listened to a podcast today and and this guy said hey can you re um iterate what you said to us last year when you were on the show about um deer movement and weather you know as far as temperature drop temperature change or whatever and the guy said yeah there's absolutely no correlation between it he's like (laughs) on all of our collared deer he's like temperature change does not affect how much more a buck moves in daylight or at any time of the day throughout the season wow but man i he can say all he wants. I'm hunting cold fronts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I I like cold, and I like I think the deer like it. So that may be, you know, on them college studies. Maybe that's just you know a buck moves this many hours a day, and you know he didn't go into specifics, but maybe you know so many of those hours a day are at night. But when it's cold, maybe oh the sun's out. I'm moving now. It's nice. I'm gonna get out, walk around. I don't Check know. Off the frost. You know, it's it. I mean, it's hard to. We'll never know for sure. It's but. hard to argue with science. Yeah, but at the same is. time, you know, that science is limited. You know what I mean? I mean, they're trying their best, and I and someday we're going to really know with all the technology that we have, including these cell cameras, it's only going to yeah. get better and better. We're going to pretty much pinpoint all kinds of mature books in the future, I imagine. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts, Nick, Austin, about uh, tra- cell, cell cameras? You like them? Dislike them? Yeah, I, I like mine. I only have one. I like it. Uh, literally, I've only camera I'm checking because it's sent to my phone. I have yet to check my other ones, and I still have two. Is it killing you? No, it's, it's killing me. Like, cause I think it's because I have uh, quite a few more cell cams now than I have regular cams. And I was thinking about it today. I'm like, cause I have a camera 200 yards off where I had that buck on that morning. I'm like, man, that buck could be daylighting on that other camera like every night, but I don't know. Here I am, sitting on my couch. (laughs) One thing I'm kind of itching to check is where I told you guys I have that cell cam facing one direction, and then the other camera facing the other direction. So I saw all those deer when I was hunting, and I didn't get a single picture on on my cell cam. Really? But the buck that come down that trail where I watched them last year and why one reason I put that other camera face in that direction is because that trail comes there's a trail that comes out of the weeds comes out about halfway up this draw and they walk through the weeds and cut around or they come out of the funnel and walk up the the fence line there so that that buck I saw come out of that draw or I didn't really see him come out of the draw I, he walked down that trail in the weeds and he walked right in front of my other camera so I'm kind of anxious to check that camera to see if that 
if the regular if the, if the velvet well just to see if that velvet nine if he's been coming down that trail as well as the other trail say i had him in a three-day pattern really when he was in velvet but those other three days he might have been coming Mm-hmm. down that other trail through the weeds walking straight in front of my yeah, camera so like we talked about yeah so i mean we it's we'll, we'll, we'll see i i i have not walked literally i gotta walk 20 yards from my stand to check that camera yeah but the deer walk that way and the way i can get into my stand i don't have to walk through where the deer travel right so i'm not going over there to check that camera yeah and it's yeah i try to put my cell cam where I got a big, where my most mature deer is, really. Well, I have yeah. observed that with a spy point, too. I've observed a deer walking in front of it and not sending a picture. I haven't done that this year with the Tacticam, but I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah. Well, mine are facing two different directions. My cell cam's facing one way, and the other camera's facing the other. Right. And they're over two different trails. Really. But you saw a deer walk in front of your cell cam. No, I saw a deer. They didn't. They, they come down the other trail that doesn't go in front of my cell cam gotcha. and walked in front of my non-cell cam that's okay. facing the opposite direction. I got you. So like I, I say, you. I'm trying to, I'm anxious to see if that Velvet 9 has been frequenting on the other side too. A lot too. more, yeah. And if that's the case, if he's doing that, I really know where he's living. Yeah. He may not be in the corn. If he's in that draw, I could get a little more aggressive and hunt that stand with different winds. Definitely. But I just... I'm only hunting it on one single certain wind. and I'm Well, you not, may have to slip in there this weekend. It's I'm, supposed to be raining a lot. I may uh, yeah, I may only get a handful of sets in that tree this year. Could be. It only, it only takes, takes one. one. Yeah, That's right. It only takes one. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I like I like cell cams. Real convenient. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I almost feel complacent a little bit sometimes. You know, I'm just uh, – I could go check these other cameras where I know that deer frequent, but I'm relying on – the cell camera a little bit more so i feel like i'm staying out of the woods a little bit more which i know is great for pressure on deer and whatnot but i gotta tell you i'm itching a little bit on the couch you know hanging out not hunting it's probably a little bit of a a good thing but also for me i just love hunting in general so it's really hard for me not to be out there just based off of what i'm seeing on camera yeah I'd love, I want to be out deer hunting. I want to be out deer hunting. <laughs> I know I know it's it's been too warm, and I mean you can kill a deer on a warm day, yeah. but that would I just, be my I'd rather day. wait for the for that cool. I'm pretty cool sure day. when I got that Snapchat from my brother-in-law the other day, he was in the blind, you know, kind of a lifted box or whatever, and I'm pretty sure he just sweat just rolling down yeah, his face. I've <laughs> got a chance to talk to him today. He was like, "Dude, it was so hot." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it looked hot," and I knew it was hot that day. I was like, "I couldn't believe you're out there." But he's he was uh, that's an example of a cell cams that probably killed a deer. You know, I mean, he uh, he had pictures of that deer before uh, the day before, and uh, in that plot, he was like, he said I had one last picture of like a deer walking by, and he said I could see that deer in the background going to an area where I thought he would bed. And he's like, I kind of figured if he bedded, he was probably just going to stay in that area, and so he went in there the next day and. Had a win for that spot and shot that deer, I think like 30 yards or something. So, complete pass through, iron will, no blood. Wide? No, I think it was a regular. Regular? Yeah, solid. Double lung, watched the deer fall down, but he said, like, I got down, gonna, you know, follow the blood over to it, and he's like, couldn't find the high entry and exit. I don't know. 
I can get the full details, I guess. But I told him I had the same thing happen last year on a doe. She didn't start bleeding until about like 60 yards. And after that, it was just like, it was everywhere. But I ain't going to say she didn't start bleeding. It was tall grass. Maybe I just couldn't see it. But yeah. yeah it was mine, I had blood everywhere last year with my iron wheel shot. Well, I had two, two other, three other deer last year, and they were just phenomenal blood trails, you yeah. know. So I just thought that was interesting. No, it is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Other than your spy point, Carter, how do you think of cell cams? Yeah. <laughs> when my spy point was working, I enjoyed it because that northern property is two and a half hours away. So I could know what was going on. But I also think, like like you were saying, you're like, ah, camera's not going off, I'm not going to hunt. There's something to be said for... You know, even before our time, you had to go out and get in the woods to figure out what the hell was going on. So I think they're they are taking away part of the traditional part of hunting. You know, yeah. Not, you know, you're not the mountain man went out and figured out what the hell was going on to to track them and and find deer and kill them. And technology just makes it easier and easier. Whoa, you all right, Stephen? Stephen fell off his bar stool. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I don't know. I'm kind of traditionalist in a sense but i mean i i say that i've got the modern bow and all that good shit yeah. you know run cameras Tons of other cameras yeah. yeah i just think it's an interesting conversation to have it you is. know it's it so is. new no. No. you know and yeah. yeah there are pros and cons whether you disagree or agree with them they're definitely yeah if it good and bad things yeah. about them okay so when me and uh, nikki were actually exchanging some text about this the other day um about the arizona trail cam ban yeah, and that's yeah. you know that's not just cell cameras. That's all trail cameras. Okay, yeah. You know how how do you all how do you all feel about that? If that was ever put be put to a vote in Missouri, and they said, hey, you know, we're going to vote on trail cameras are legal or they're they're illegal. They're you know they're unfair to take a game. Well, I'm not going to quit hunting. So <laughs> same same. But which way would you which way would you vote? Yeah, no, I, I would vote. I don't know. I would I'd probably still vote for them. They're a great tool to have. They're amazing. They're you know. Yeah, I would vote for, you know, just, you know, I don't shoot a compound bow. Yeah. Or not a compound. I don't shoot a crossbow. <laughs> but, you know, I that thought doesn't... you went full trad line. <laughs> no, no, not there yet. But, uh, yeah, I don't shoot a crossbow, but I don't care if other people do. I think the more people that are involved with hunting, mm-hmm. the better for us. You know what I mean? And I understand there's some good and there's some bad with that, too. Yeah. yeah. And there's some big talking points there. Oh, yeah. But if... I would rather there be more reasons for us to hunt than less. Yeah, 100%. uh, Yeah. That brings me to my next topic. YouTube. (laughs) YouTube? YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They... This is is big in, in the outdoor industry right now, and that is that YouTube is demonetizing hunting content Mm -hmm. if you put any harm of an animal, killing of an animal in your video or processing of that animal so to me that is like 90 percent of hunting and for videos the whole point of hunting is to go out and get dinner me and nick just dove hunted and i ate the fucking doves for dinner (laughs) because we're goddamn men (laughs) you go out to hunt to to kill meat you know that's right you go to mcdonald's but somebody else did your dirty work and ate your you know yeah killed your cow or chicken or whatever you know yeah, that that was it's, made with a machine 
Yes. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. No, I think and like you were saying point. about the trail camera, the crossbow, whatever, there's so much against hunting that, you know, no matter what your your look is, you know, hey, you you duck hunter, you deer hunter, you shoot a crossbow, it's all being in the outdoor world, like you said, that's more people pushing uh, for it to be a good thing and to keep it going. Now uh, YouTube wants to take it, you know, you can't make money because your video kills Has a deer, kill. yep. but, you know, Jenny can shake her titties and make a million. <laughs> Yes, yeah. hunters are horribly undivided, you know, and I, I'm I'm completely uh, you know guilty of the fact too, you know. I get yeah. mad. I see people doing things I don't like, you know. I'm sure people I'm see guilty me of like, it too. and they're like, "To hell with Casey Cameron the way he does things," you know. Yeah. But you know, crossbows, you know, they put a bad taste in my mouth. It's great, you know. It's whatever, and I really try to look at it that way. I really try to. And, uh, but some days it's hard, you know, you see different things and, you know, puts a bad taste in your mouth. Day, yeah. The initial reaction to crossbows was... Oh, it was horrible. 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 This is stupid. Yeah. Why would they do that? But now, well, hey, you know, how many random people, oh, I'm going to go out hunting this year. Awesome. You're not hunting the same piece of dirt I am. Right. You're you're not even hunting the same county I am. Good for you. Go. Right. You know, go. Well, I ain't got to go get a permit for my kid or something. Yeah. Too, you know, my kid can, uh. You know, instead of taking them out in the actual youth rifle season, you can take them out a little earlier and, yeah. you know. Go for it. Now, I don't think they're on the same scale, but I also know that I'm not yeah. on the same scale as the guy with the stick and string. That's true. Sitting on the ground. So, he's That's probably true. looking at me like I'm a big cheater. But As know. long as you know your place, right? Yeah, as long as you know your place, <laughs> you know. Now, there's, know. there's a lot of ways to, to skin that cat, but, you know, at the end of the day, We've, we kind of said it, you know, bringing hunters in, that's the big thing. And so for me, trail cameras, cellular cameras, if they make hunting more fun for people, because I get a huge kick out of checking my trail cameras, yeah. and that makes hunting really fun for me. So if it drives people to hunt more, defend hunting, and uh, ultimately win over people that like the folks at YouTube, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that are trying to. I don't know if you're gonna win over people like that, like you know, like those big heads, and then like you know, like Mark Zuckerberg and stuff, you know. And I just don't know yeah. if you're gonna. I'm curious. I'll be curious to see how like Facebook plays out now that YouTube did that. You know. Yeah, yeah. You start posting stuff on Facebook. You're... I mean, they've kind of got that figured out. I feel like with their little blocker, like graphic content, yeah. do you want to see? Ridiculous. Yeah. So. Which is fine because sometimes, like, you know, there's things from certain pages maybe I don't want to see. I, I guess. I don't know how many people actually listen to us ramble. I don't know. <laughs> but if you're going to take a picture of your deer, three. you know, let, you know, don't have all the guts and the gore. You know, you can make it, you know, your thing is always tuck the tongue in, Casey. You know, yeah, you can make, tuck the tongue, make them look good. Make them look, you know, respect them, you know, take yeah. a picture and be proud of it, but don't have it. You know, a blood pile here and blood and guts, you know, that nobody really wants to see that. Yeah. And I have shown pictures like uh, blood trails or videos of blood trails. Like, but that, yeah. you know, that's part of it. I that's enjoy that part of it, you know? Yeah. I don't show a I don't try to show anything real, you know, graphically raw when I get up to the deer, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. You, you see people are like, oh, he's aware with this, just taking a picture of his trophy. I mean, it's not. Yeah, you're you're proud of the animal that you shot and everything, but 
I mean, you're taking a picture. It's you're it's for memory. I mean, something you can you can go back in time, like when you have grandkids or something, and show them that picture. I mean, it's not just hey, I got this big rack buck. Yeah. Um, I mean, we 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 eat what we shoot. I can't stand it when people give people shit about long arming a deer. Or, you know, they took a picture this way, it made it look bigger. All right, they took a picture of that animal trying, you know, they're doing it in the best glory that they can. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, and one day, you know, who cares how they take the damn picture? Yeah. You know, they're, like you just said about the grandkids. Well, gosh damn, you know, maybe, you know, great. Kids are going to look at that picture and be like, damn, Grandpa. Grandpa's like, good at taking pictures. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Shoot that's small deer, say. but hell with a camera. You know? Yeah, but he also, you know, grandkids look at that and they're like, I want to do that, yeah. Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa. That's cool, Grandpa. Yeah. Thing, yeah. I don't know. I don't like that. Oh, my God. They, they long arm it. I don't give a damn. It's my deer. I'll do whatever I want with my arms. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't kill no monsters. Trust me. You can but text me, Bill. You can text me and be like, Man, Casey, that deer was huge. What did it score? Oh, it was 117 and a half. It was sweet. Best hunt of my life. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. I can sugarcoat it. <laughs> Cash is going ham over there on the... Yeah. I can hear him through the mic. <laughs> Get him a headset. <laughs> Bring him on. I bet he's got a lot to say about yeah, waterfowl. Yeah. Probably pissed off. These guys are pretty good, but they don't shoot worth a damn. <laughs> you know, I think we're all saying the same thing, and that is it's just... Hunters tend to have this ego sometimes, and we need to kind of push that to the side and realize that us arguing about stupid things like how you take a picture of a deer or what you shoot a deer with or putting trail cameras out is only going to have a negative impact on hunting versus the alternative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. But... As far as YouTube goes, you know, that is one thing that I'm really struggling with because how do you combat that? You know, they're, they're so big. You know, I feel like somebody has to, somebody bigger than us in the outdoor industry has to come up with a, a YouTube-like channel where anybody and everybody can put their hunting content on there. And uh, hopefully with advertising because, you know, YouTube doesn't advertise guns and ammo and they don't really advertise a lot of hunting stuff. I think you get a lot of advertising through that enough to start monetizing some of these videos. Yeah. Yeah. Randy Newberg, uh, his last podcast he was talking about, he come out with, because he was tired of uh, YouTube and everything. That's that's why and he went to Amazon Prime? No, he, he's off Amazon too. Or oh. he's still, all his content's still on there, but it's not on the Amazon Prime where you got to pay extra for it. So he came out with a, whole new platform just it's just his platform but he puts all of his stuff on there and it does cost but it's ad free nobody can tell him what the hell he can put put on there or what And he's like if i want to do a gutton and gillen episode i'm gonna do it yeah it's like all my like real tree 365 like you've seen that like yeah roku has that app and or you know like mossy oaks um is it mossy oak go wild well jury's made the and the DOD TV. Yeah, the DOD, but that's stuff. on YouTube, unless you're on DeerCast, right? They don't have, like, their own www.dodtv. They might. They might. I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, I, don't I know just got the app or whatever and watch all the videos on Right, there. right. Yeah, they put everything up. And, you know, there, there is that app. You know, we talk about, like, Facebook and, like, Instagram. There's that app, like, Go Wild. It's like, oh, it's like uh, social media for hunters. 
the thing is, no, not everybody uses it. Not everybody uses it or can use it. Not everybody uses it. Okay. You know, and maybe it'll change. Maybe it's just got to it's got to have time to you know take off. Maybe. But uh, uh, I think uh, right now they're probably sitting pretty good with they? everything that's going on with YouTube. I think a lot of hunters are going to start, which is unfortunate, really, because mm-hmm. YouTube is such a big platform. People that don't hunt can see your content. You know, yeah. Family and friends can go watch something that you produced. Yep. Because YouTube is just worldwide, everybody knows about it. That's one thing that is not everybody's going to go download the Go Wild app just to watch their buddy shoot a deer. Right. If right. they're if they're not into hunting, you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, like you know what real real tree three sixty five is? What's the other one that you can uh, purchase? Carbon TV. Carbon I think. TV. And it's I, not I, a purchase. It's just an app download. Yeah. And there's there's lots of stuff on there. I feel like that's geared a lot towards hunters. But I agree. But the difference between that and YouTube is the fact that not everybody can post their stuff on there. It's mm. kind of just so exclusive it's kind of like to you whoever to, they have. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So that's more the yeah. There is a lot of pro shows on there. So I see what you're saying there. Yeah. That that is that that sucks. You know. It's a sticky situation, and, you know, I don't know if everybody heard about the YouTube thing. That's why I wanted to bring it up today. Just kind of like... I heard it's a big deal for, like, the Seek One guys. You watch them? Yeah. Like the urban, yeah. The, that's like, kind of how I first heard about it. They don't have shows anywhere or anything besides YouTube. Nope. Like, I feel that's, like, their only platform for, for showing their content, you know? Yep. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's different if you're, like... Heartland Bowhunter, where they produce a series for the Outdoor Channel, and then they also run, like, Behind the Draw is, like, their YouTube series or their free series where you don't have to pay for it. And they do the same thing during turkey season, I think, with, like, um, I don't know, Full Strut or something, you know, whatever it may be, their show. So, you know, it's different in that regard that they're, you know, they already got a show that's getting, like, big paid on the Outdoor Channel. So them to get demonetized on YouTube not going to hurt them too bad you know right so yep yeah no i just i wanted to bring it to the public attention as far as our audience you know i don't know how many people keep up with that stuff but just wanted to keep them in the know you know um it's probably something that we can't really do anything about at this point but the more people that know about it maybe the more people can throw a fit you know right get everybody on our side so let's make a hard transition here um before we jump off, weekend plans, you know, going into October, uh, are we, what are we doing? Anybody jump at it? Apparently, <laughs> me and you are going to film a waterfowl hunt Saturday morning. Yep. Uh, but then, yes, Saturday evening, possibly Sunday morning. Uh, you said you and him were filming? You were running second angle on the camera? Shoot, he's running the he's shooter, boy. The I'm shooter. <laughs> I'm running the dog. Dog guy. Yeah, get a good dog and you get invited on more hunts. But uh, <laughs> no, yeah, waterfowl hunting Saturday morning, which I think even the weather's going to be good for that too. And then uh, try to sneak in a stand Saturday night and see. Uh, got a different clover plot that I haven't been hunting yet. Try to slide in there. The first time I slipped in there last year is when I uh, shot that one that me and Nick tracked. Um, it's a good spot. Yeah, I moved that stand down from like. Hey, I come out to help too, right? That one over there. Yeah, Nick, yeah. yeah you got it on the tail end. Of it. Yeah, we should have. Uh, heartbroken on that deer, right. but uh, same spot as that was Nick. So, see if that pans out again. First set over there. 
You all have any plans to start hunting any mornings, or do you, Austin? Are you going to start hunting? I'm going to try to hunt Sunday morning, I think. just It's supposed to rain and kind of cool off a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And honestly, just trying to hunt when I can with Amy working out of town, it's... Free for all. That sounds <laughs> it great. It sounds great. <laughs> but then you got to do everything around here on your own, so I'm like, I got to kind of weigh it out. And we were gone all last weekend, so... And then when she comes home, it's not like you can run to the woods, is it? No. <laughs> So got to pick those, hunt as much as I can when, when mom was out of town. What about you, Nick? Okay, Saturday is off limits, no hunting for me. Uh, Amy's going wedding dress shopping. Oh, oh sweet. sweet. So sweet. I have the boy all day Saturday. And Sunday, I'm not real sure what what it's looking like. I haven't even looked at the, the extended forecast or anything. Uh, no morning hunts for me until end of October I just I just don't seem seem like I have much luck personally gotcha um I mean that may change if I decide I want to go shoot a doe try to shoot a doe or something I'll try to do that in the morning uh so it gives me gives me all day to cut it up process Mm -hmm. it but if the conditions are right and everything and may try to get out Sunday Sunday evening but not looking real promising <laughs> so, so, uh, speaking of Sunday evenings we there used to be a rule at mom and dad's like it seemed like every Sunday night somebody would shoot one like on gun season speaking somebody would shoot like right at dark Sunday night and you had school the next day so I was kind of hot like Sunday evenings are like good luck in that sense you know like you said you don't have time to to dick with it well then you go out and the, <laughs> the hunting's good just yep. for the sheer fact that yeah. Work starts Monday morning and that kind of thing. So I always like Sunday evenings just for that that aspect of it. Something about a Sunday evening. Yeah. And you're totally right. It's like yeah. I got to work tomorrow. And, of course, you know, that yeah. buck shows up. and Which, hey, that's a good problem that to have. Problem, I'll take yeah. that problem I any day. specifically we, we always had Sunday dinners at my parents' house. And I, it had to be, I don't know if it was youth season. I know I shot my first deer on a Sunday afternoon of youth season, youth season weekend. And then one other Sunday, we had a whole house full of people, and Dad was like, you want to sneak out to the woods? I'm like, heck yeah. So <laughs> we snuck out, and two does came in, and I had an open side 30-30. He's like, we can't be shooting these deer. We got, your mom's got dinner on the stove. And I was like, ah, sure as shit. <laughs> Smoke that dough. And he just kind of looked at me like your mom was going to be pissed, and we were both in trouble if we come <laughs> back to the house to get the four-wheeler. So Sunday nights have always been been good. I'm going to hunt hard this weekend. I mean, obviously, we got to do that Saturday morning waterfowl hunt. And then that afternoon, I'll be hunting. i got a buddy coming down who likes to hunt with me throughout the season. And we, we spend a lot of time in the tree together. So we'll be going Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning, and Sunday afternoon just nice. hunting as hard as possible. We've got a – there's a one of those bucks that moved in um, on the cell cam. We're going to try to get him on. He's about 125-inch gross – 10 point hell yeah you know just kind of yeah. eyeballing him so that's something that we'll be targeting and then we're going to go to a few different spots that i haven't hit yet you know it's not really a big cold front coming in it's just getting a little cooler it, it's, gradually it's not like it's not like oh my god grab your bow we got to go but it is like you know it was 90 yesterday 88 today yeah so i mean it's supposed to be high of 71 by tuesday yeah. I th- you know steadily go to that all weekend so are we getting any north winds 
I think it's supposed to be north tomorrow. It's supposed to be north on Friday, I think, with this rain pushing in. Okay. I think. So, I don't know what, uh, you know, it's supposed to dump some rain tonight, possibly some rain on on Friday. I don't know exactly what the winds are going to be like. um, I can't wait for the weekend. Got that new jacket. I just oh, <laughs> I thought I was just wanted to cool rain. off. I just oh, yeah, dying at work. So <laughs> it's hot. Anybody calling any shots? What do you mean? As far as getting it done get here done in the next week or two? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I had a field full of does move to stand twice, and then the does move. So uh, I'm not. No. Yeah. I feel pretty good about next week yeah. with that new moon. Yeah. And last yeah. year was the year, or yes, last year. You got that confidence building after listening to that podcast or whatever. You That's know, right. Like, I, I'm going to new moon one of these bucks. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to new moon them. And I'm hoping that, uh, that there's a, I don't know what the 10-day forecast is, but I hope it stays cool into next week. And we got a little bit of cold, a little bit of new moon, ah, a little bit of that fall shift with October coming around the corner. I'm I'm think I'm feeling pretty good about my odds yeah. in, in the next week, week and a half. Yeah. And uh last year I got it done on October sixth, so I'm just you know, there's something about it, you know, it's still fresh in the brain. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that no, that's cool. I was thinking about that the other day, you know, um how many bucks I've killed before set or before October fifteenth. I think it's one. I'm like, man, and I think this year I just had this thought like, okay, um, I'm going to be a little bit more aggressive. I'm going to try and get one done in early season. Um, It's turning out that with this newborn, that's just not going to work out this year. So maybe that'll be another plan for next year or something. But, yeah, I like that, you know, kill them on October 6th. That's cool. Yeah, I know. We'll see. I'd like to get after them like that. I do not plan to hunt probably at all this weekend. I have – uh, my daughter's baptism, and then we're hosting brunch after that. So I've Tied got to up. cook and do that kind of thing. Um, in the event I get off work early on Monday or Tuesday, I'll probably be out. Probably try to sneak out one of those nights if I can. Not for sure, but uh, first cold front we get in October in the morning, I'm going. Because what one thing I am realizing about this season. I've talked a lot about having this baby and everything, I guess. But I'm going to go into another thing. It's way easier for me to get out in the mornings because our routine right now is I feed the baby at like 4 o'clock in the morning, and after that she goes back to sleep until like 9.30. You know, one morning she slept till like 10, and before she woke up and she was hungry again and ready to wake up for a day. So right now, if I fed her at 4 o'clock, I mean, sneak out the stand – and uh, so I'm looking forward to some cold fronts in October. Hopefully we get a few. Yeah. Because that's where I'm going to try and capitalize on those. Yeah. Well, uh, I think uh, any anybody have any final thoughts? All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our rambling. And if we if we do get it done, we'll be bringing it to you. But otherwise, yeah, hopefully we... next time we yeah. got some blood on the hands. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Might just have to Somebody get out there. Somebody kill something, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll happen. It's going to. Oh, oh, yeah. It'll pop off. Have, have there been a lot of deer being killed this early season? I don't know. You know, just things I see on social media. Looks like um, a lot of people have had early season success. You know, some people I just follow, some people local. So it's cool. Very, very yeah. cool. Yeah, so guys, uh, we're going to transition into this story of Hunter Cyrus's big buck kill in the last couple weeks. 
So I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And we'll uh, see you on the next one.